we are back boys the city boys i don't know what episode we're on <laughs> we are the most inconsistent consistent podcast we'll be consistent for like two weeks we're, three weeks straight and we'll have content every day and then we're done i think we are the most consistent podcast and being inconsistent <laughs> so in a way we are consistent just not about the thing we should be consistent about we're slackers bro we like come back strong and then we'll disappear for a week <laughs> but we are gonna try to stay consistent and keep talking about we're not only coming when this team wins all right i swear to god <laughs> it just happens to plan out where everything we lined up to do the podcast it happens but way. i but i'm also glad because we were originally going to record this podcast on monday we are recording after the city field win on wednesday and Monday was going to be a bitch fest. And oh. we had drama. We actually no drama to talk about. We had some other drama to talk about. But you know what? Drama isn't drama when there's a W. Who wants drama when there's W? Yeah, and guys. A dub, one, one W. But a W <laughs> is a W. It, it just felt so long since we won. And oh, it's just much needed. There was freaking music in the locker room. Players were excited. You could tell the vibes were good. How was Nick Cushing in the press conference? Vibes were high. Vibes were high in the room. People were smiling. People were asking softball questions. <laughs> people were like, why are we so good now? Which isn't really a softball question, but because it's like, why didn't we start Magno five weeks ago? But no one asked that because it's a W. But uh, I, was, I, was, I was coming in there prep for you guys. I was coming in saying, why hasn't Magno started? What's happening? Magno came in. Magno won. We, we, we got to get into the Magno coming in because it was kind of a force come in because Ledesma got injured. But let's let's get back to the beginning right, yeah, of the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Starting lineup. What did you think? Uh, it was interesting. We had O2 out there. We haven't seen O2 in months. I I might have <laughs> forgotten he was on the team. I'm not even gonna lie to you. <laughs> O2 comes in and that was shocking. Uh, then we had Ledesma. Ledesma makes sense. We need a ten if you want to rotate Santi. Makes sense to me. And then we have. Uh, who was, there was one last person that Jason. Oh yeah, Jason. Andres. And Jason. and Andres has been fighting, bro. He has this been guy, fighting, you got to give him credit. I like. I'm sorry. Like this guy just has so much heart. And I think even Nick Cushing said in one of the press conferences, like, "Yo, I didn't start in one game, and he went into my lock. He like stormed into my office. Like I knew on to play. And he's consistently shown that like if you give him some minutes, he's gonna perform. Not only that, but he actually brought that up in the press conference. Um, the question was asked by not by someone i'm sorry i'm nick cushing Andre. brought it up right well no but the question was asked hey andres was played you chose andres tonight versus alonzo martinez versus julian fernandez you couldn't choose pellegrini your favorite player because <laughs> he so, was on yellow card because he was on yellow card accumulation but what made you go of andres over that other talent yeah and he said you know andres was is a great academy player and he brings a lot of hustle and I think there's talent there, but I think it hasn't all been unlocked. And if he can work on some things, I think he could be a superstar. But that they bump heads consistently because Andres wants to be in that lineup. And I feel like he keeps showing it. He just shows that grit. That Pellegrini keeps winning the role over him is mind-blowing. No, and you know uh, what's interesting? He always says, oh, Pellegrini shows that hustle, and that's why he's getting... Andres is doing the same thing. He is. He but is Andres right. performs. He this does. guy scored goals this season. But does he perform in the practice pitch, though, man? Well, we don't, I, I don't, we don't know. know. It was a kind of a joke. That didn't come off well. But, but yeah. You got to work on some jokes, bro. <laughs> it's been a while. You're a little bro, rusty, bro. bro. it's 1040 at night. I'm tired. <laughs> um, okay, so starting 11... 
So my thought was, where's Talish Magno? Which I'm sure everyone had that same question. And, uh, and that question is warranted because Nick Cushing, the game before, said, hey, look, Talis is going to have his moment, and we think he's going to get a full 90 minutes in one of these games, in one of these next two games. I think he later went back on that, but yes, the question is, why is Talis not playing? And not, that, not only is why is Talis not playing, why is Talis not playing with Munsef? Yes, correct. I tried to ask that question last week. What I thought was interesting about this press conference was Talish was praised by Nick Cushing, right? The question came up, um, you know, Talish played, what made him so different? How are you feeling about the Talish, you know, win? Uh, he said a lot of things, but he, what he said, which was a compliment, but also if you read between the lines was interesting, was like, if I tell Magno all the time, if he can consistently, like if he can consistently push hard on the practice field and consistently try to be a superstar, then he could be. Like nothing is unlocking him, but he needs to consistently show it. I'm, he, I'm saying consistently more times than he said it. <laughs> I am paraphrasing that, but well, he I mentioned mean, that. And I think, I, oh, and he said he's been trying a lot harder in the practice field since he's been benched. And so I think there was a level of arrogance that maybe Magno was showing and Cushing purposely benched him. That's what I read in between the lines. Um, do I think you had to bench him for so long? Did we all think that early? I think, I think a lot of us thought that bench Magno. He's not playing well. But that was when he was the nine. Exactly. Now he's That's... on the wing. I think he could have given him an opportunity a little earlier. Maybe we could have seen this magic a little earlier, and that would have been really nice. To see it now, my, my question wanted to be to him, and unfortunately I didn't get to my question, was... Why did it take you so long? Why did it take you so long to get this guy out there? I mean, he, the game completely changed when he entered the pitch. Um, and so, just, just to you, give you, you know what You up. know what Talos is? What? Talos is the, the equivalent of the city boys. If we were consistent, we'd have a great show. <laughs> but we're not consistent. We're not sending out videos. This is why we're getting benched. And- <laughs> Um, and Pellegrini's going to do our podcast next week. <laughs> but, but no, okay. So my thing is, what happens on Saturday, right? Talish was so emotional out there, one no, man of the match. No, let's, let's talk, talk, talk about, about that. that. Yeah, Start. right after that goal from Talish, there's a great photo. NYCFC, uh, whoever the photog was, took a great photo. And you could see him, like, looking up. And it was like, you could feel the emotion from Talish. So I think from him, he wanted this badly. Even Tavon said, like, I like you could feel like a weight lifted off his shoulder and he wanted that so bad for Talis as well. So it's just it's just crazy. I think a weight was lifted off his shoulder. Does that equate to him starting next game? I don't, I don't know. know. That's the question I want to ask too. And no, that's the question up. that should have been asked, right? Yeah. Because now we've seen, okay, you give him 40, 40, 40 minutes of consistent play and he's able to score a goal. I think that's your answer, right? Now get these two guys on the pitch at the same time, and now we're talking about a whole different ballgame. Agreed. And so I think, man, you threw me off looking at Esteban over here, bro. Uh, he's a handsome guy. He <laughs> caught my eye. I was like, wow, what a handsome guy. <laughs> um, no, 100%. And, yes, this was my point before you were looking at the handsome Esteban over here, was can Talish stay consistent? Does this get to his head? Does he start the next game 
and then all of a sudden we see a drop off. Like I think that's going to be really interesting. We can see if Talos has matured and can now really say, "I'm going to take this ser- this league seriously. I'm going to come here and I'm going to show that I deserve the starting spot." So what I'm hoping as Cushion gives this guy an opportunity to start. I don't know how you bench the man of the match next game. I don't know how you could justify that. So if you start Talish next game, hopefully Talish really lives up to that opportunity. And you got to remember, we don't have many number nines, right? So you could say Nick Cushion's thinking, I can't start these guys at the same time because then when one gets tired or one gets injured, who do I put in in that replacement role, right? We lost Gabe Siegel. Kind of crazy that we gave Gabe Siegel away when he was our only other nine. Something and else we would have complained about. If yeah, we, we would have gone off on that. On but <laughs> now we won 2-0, so everything's great. Against a good Orlando team. Orlando, number two in the division. Number two in the conference. And they haven't, I think they've allowed the least amount of first half goals in the league. So the fact that we scored... And we scored first, and that's been huge for us. When we score first, it's I think it, it's like a weight lifted off all the players' shoulders. Like, mm-hmm. okay, let's let's just go on ball. Let's not worry about, let's not be tense. Oh, we got to make sure that we make the right pass. No, let's just ball and play. So uh, scoring first, obviously, is key to us winning. Who would have thought scoring is key to winning <laughs> soccer games? Who would have thought? In-depth knowledge by me. You <laughs> score more goals, you win ball games. <laughs> This guy hires this man as a coach immediately. Um, let's get back into... There, okay, Tyler scores late, but we missed a whole goal. Early on the game, Santi Rodriguez gets a penalty in the box. But let's talk about how this all played out. Yes, interesting. Go. Or you want me to tell no, the story? No, you tell it better. You're a good storyteller. I just give funny commentary. Okay, so... Santi goes. Uh, he gets the penalty. Munsef goes, takes the ball... And Santi's like, hey, yo, I'm kicking this penalty, basically. He was telling him that. And then, and Santi, like, tries to take the ball. Munsef's like, no, 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 And he puts it behind his back. It got to the point that Munsef was not going to give him the ball. So Santi went and go got another ball from the, from the goal. The most childish shit I've ever <laughs> seen in my entire life. So then Santi comes back or whatever. Ledesma's like, let him take it. And then Santi takes it, gets blocked, we all know, and then Munsev <laughs> ends up scoring it anyway. <laughs> bro, bro, I love Santi, but the way he was shut up was amazing. I was so upset that Santi was taking the shot. Santi has been a poor finisher all season long that he thought he had the right to... I understand he got the penalty kick. And I understand that Munsev, he usually got the if you're a new player... I'm sorry, he got the penalty. And I, and I, and you know... Something that Trey mentioned was like, you know, if you're new to the squad, you're not asking for the penalty kicks. So you're not going to fight over it. So I kind of get it. But uh, he's the number nine. He's, he's the, the striker. Nine. He's That's shown he bad. consistently scored goals. And um, we're mentioning all the podcasts. Michael from Blue City Radio was like, look, Santi's an emotional player. To get that foul, to get into that, his emotions are going to play a role into this goal kick. Meanwhile, Munsef, you know, he could settle down. I'm going to score this. Let me calm down. I'll score this goal. Exactly. So I think, I personally think Munsef should have taken the goal, uh, taken the kick. But, and not uh, only that, but in my opinion, and I hate to be bitching because we just won (laughs) 2-0 against number two team. But to me, it showed a lot of immaturity from Sati Rodriguez. Like, bro, you, if you are a little self-aware... You are not doing well finishing the ball. Muntev, although has struggled in the past couple games, is a striker, has been playing much better at finishing. 
like it's all about the team nah, not about you bro. getting a personal goal homie bro if i got fouled in the box i'm taking that bro i'm posting my stats up you crazy <laughs> bro i worked hard to get that and granted Samty works hard bro he's all over that pitch so I think Moonsev should have taken it. If I'm Santi, I'm taking that. That's my goal. I worked hard to get Make that sure penalty. Make sure I don't have to play soccer with this guy, man. <laughs> Greedy. Um, big win though. Big win, man. Big win. I don't even. I don't even care. Any, I don't care about Chanel. So, I do care. I do care. I'm sorry, Chanel. We want you back, but I don't care about all the other drama. So let's talk about playoffs and standings now. Okay. So we are tenth, right? Tenth in the league. Now we are tenth as of. 10.48 p.m. Wednesday. Yeah, I don't know if there's a game after us, but... Uh, yeah. We, well, it's East Coast games, games yeah, usually, yeah, so yeah. we should be fine. So we are 10th. We are two points behind D.C. United. Yeah. And the great thing is we play D.C. next week. Wait, I think we play Miami next week. Well, whatever. Okay, we play, we play, we play them eventually. Yeah. yeah, so we just got to stay. We got to win, though against Toronto on Saturday. You don't you see this is one of those things a where trap it's game, yes, isn't it? a trap game. That's right what here, I was thinking. Where too. you get scared where you're like, oh we beat the harder team. Orlando was second. Um they have one of the best away records. Not only that, but we beat Toronto 4-0 last game. Uh, yeah, we dominated them last yes. that game. That was when we finally exploded in champions uh, uh no uh, uh League's Cup. League's Cup there you yes. go. Um also by the way Glenn Crooks before the game tweeted out that Orlando City their whole front office basically came. They had champagne ready because if they would have tied or won the game Orlando, they would have uh, they would have clinched the playoff spot. That's so they all team. came over. They're like, we're going to tie at least against NYCFC. If not, we're going to beat them. <laughs> and the celebration was stopped. And that's what you want to see. That is what, oh, that is, that makes us win so much better. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to say. I wasn't expecting NYCFC to win this game, bro. <laughs> or the Fucantes and the way they've been playing, I just thought, we're screwed. I thought this was going to be the day that we're like, okay, we're out of playoff contention. See you guys next year. And you know what's so this crazy? Is, and a city field always gives these weird magical experiences, homie. Yeah, but they almost give us sad moments. <laughs> <laughs> like against Toronto a couple of years ago in the yeah, playoffs. But what, you know what's weird, though, is that like it's felt like we are not gonna make the playoffs for so long, but every team is like in the same situation from that like seven to thirteen bubble. Like yeah. everybody's like, we might not make it, we might make it. We're mathematically there, but we're right there. Like it, I we keep talking about, oh yeah, we have a mathematical chance, but no, we have a serious chance to get this. What I'm saying is the soccer gods and odds <laughs> are in our favor because really if well, last week when we tied against Red Bull if any of those teams near us would have won we would have been in a terrible situation but luckily every and Nick Cushy mentioned this we had the afternoon game we, everyone was watching those evening games seeing how they landed yeah. and they just worked out in our favor I don't know man maybe the soccer gods are giving us some late blessings I think if we can do now, it's really if we do our part, we make it in. But can we keep it up for three more games? Is it three, four more games? Four more games. Four more games, and one of them is against Inter Miami. And so, we know how they're playing. I I think oh, as, Messi yeah, Messi might have had an injury. We don't know how serious it is at this time, but that could play a whole role into us possibly getting that playoff spot. Ma Messi, I need you in this league. MLS needs you in this league. But if you want to take two, three weeks <laughs> off to feel a little better, word, we're, bro, we're go, go win the Open Cup. They, is it the Open Cup? 
that they're going for? Yeah, I think it's the Open Cup. I don't know what they're playing for. One of those cups. Yeah, you need to rest, man. Go get some more of that pizza that you put on Instagram. <laughs> that is what you need to be doing. Rest, restore, come back next season. But, we don't need you to get hurt this season. But we're feeling the high right now. We're and we've high. felt this so many times before. So, like we said, uh, and we actually talked to Mac Freeze in the locker room. He's like, look, we've been in this situation where everything feels good. And he was like, I'm on to the next one right now. Like, uh, it was getting towards the end of the, press, uh, the locker room, and he's like, music stopped. Tomorrow we go to practice at 8 a.m. I like that. So this game, yeah, we won this, but it's not over. We still got a game on Saturday. So it just puts everything into perspective. Like, all right, this was a big win we needed, but every game from here on out is a big win. We need this win. We need every win. Because we hold our own destiny, but it's only if we keep winning, to be honest. Facts. And that's a big, that's a big boy mature move by Matty Ice. And Matty Ice has stepped up the past four games. Yeah, he even talked about it. He's like, look, this is a new role for me with, with playing the ball on my feet all the time. Like, I, I am not accustomed to this role, but he still stepped it up. He's become, and he's slowly becoming that number one, the number one goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, and that's going to be interesting towards the end of the season. Uh, I think it was mentioned in the, uh, in the, what's, what is this called again? In the press box. <laughs> like <laughs> these guys both have two, uh, contracts oh, that are yeah. expiring. Who are we keeping? Are we keeping both? Cause we, I think we can't keep both. So what does that mean? Is it Peraza? Is it freeze right now? Freeze seems to have earned that spot. Yes. And I know I give a lot of crap to freeze early on and Freeze has been playing really great. I think we got to ride uh, Freeze throughout the rest of the season, man. He's just showing it. And I think right now, at this time, where everyone matters, consistency also yes. matters. Consistent. And so I'm hoping Cushing looks at this lineup and says, oh, maybe you put in Kufre. And, then, and maybe... Oh, played well. I know, but Kufre is really... I don't know. In my opinion, I think Kufre is a better talent. I think he played O'Toole because there's a game on Saturday. And, you know, you need some of that rest. And we also have to say, uh, I know we're giving him credit for putting in Talis Magno. He put in Talis Magno because Ledesma got injured. Yeah. Right? Yes. Like, if Ledesma doesn't get injured in the 59th minute or 60th, does Talis Magno come in? That question was asked. And what did he say? He was Well, of course. Of course I would have put him in. Yeah, he the said, guy who scored the goal, I, I definitely would have put him in. He's going in for sure. He did say, I was planning on putting him at some point. The opportunity came up and I put him in. Would I have put him in that early? Maybe not. But I'm glad he came and I'm glad he would kill it. That's what he said. So, yeah. So he wouldn't have come in. That's a problem, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. so then we're not going to get the start. Because also, we put in Andre Jason. You said we love Andre Jason in there. Does that mean Talis Magno doesn't get in? Because if Ledesma's playing the 10, granted, Ledesma got injured. We talked to Ledesma after the game. He said uh, they're going to check it out tomorrow. Uh, he, he got banged up, but he doesn't know how serious it is. He yeah. was able to walk on his uh, in the locker room by himself. So yeah. hopefully it's not too serious. But do you keep that same type of lineup that got you this momentum to actually get a win? I think, well, I think you got to play Mal uh, Talis Magna. I think you got to play Santi. So I think, and, and, well, Jason, Jason said, yeah. So I think you got to so play, you, so I would play you, Talis on the left. Bakrar, Santi, and then... Uh, well, no, it was Santi and Jason were out together, right? Yeah, so but that's Santi what... would be 10, and then... Jason. So you wouldn't put Jason. Ledesma? No. I mean, Ledesma didn't... I mean, Ledesma was good today, but I don't think Ledesma is, is needed at this point. That's, in my opinion, that's what I would do. I don't um, know. Or if you really want that's, to I, go a little more defensively, I think you would not have a 10, and then you'd probably have... Uh, 
Talas Magno, Bakra, and Santi on the right. I don't know. I, I think it's going to be interesting to see what he decides to do on Saturday because I think that's going to... Also, we didn't have Kean Parks. That is true, and I heard he might be fine. I hear he is fine. Well, yeah, I saw him lo- walking around after the locker room like, yes. on his own accord. I asked him how he was feeling. He said fine. Was he dancing? No dancing. Well, you can't be that healthy if you ain't dancing. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, who had the... Julian had the the DJ skills today. He was killing it, bro. Was he? Young kid killing it with the music. Choo, 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 choo. <laughs> <laughs> Locker room was pumping, man. Tavon was dancing to some Spanish music. You know it was a good day. <laughs> when Pepas was playing, you know we're in a good mood. Um, anything else? Yes, there was something else. Did you know, interesting stat, we always talk about, we always get possession, but we don't score goals. Today, we did not have possession. NYCFC only had 40%, about 40% possession. While so they're Orlando like had 60. Or, yeah. yeah, around 60. It's so a 40 to 60. And the question was asked to Cushion, was that part of the game plan? It was not. I think, I think. <laughs> Bro, CFG is going to lose their mind. <laughs> they're probably looking at this game like, we should have lost. This was a loss. <laughs> they're like, possession matters more than scoring. <laughs> But, yeah, I think it goes to show we always care about these possessions that – or, uh, like, they're, the built philosophy is play behind, play from the back, and um, it didn't really matter this game. And we went over the top a lot more. Orlando was putting pressure on us. Was, was there any questions asked about the, pre- or about the, the, the press? press? Yeah. No. No. That was not. Um, but, yeah. I think that's it. Toronto. Toronto's a big game. The only thing is it's that Red Bull. That's not really home field, it feels like, sometimes. Usually, the turnout isn't huge. Yeah. And I'm really afraid that we go in there overconfident after a win and go in there a little lackluster. But hopefully, you know, the team sounded motivated in the locker room. If they stay motivated, Toronto's in a really tough spot right now. I think they might be last in the conference. Uh, Yeah, Um, they should be. And so, you know... I think sometimes this team steps up to the better teams, but then also plays down to the lower teams because it's a young team, and that's what happens. So Cushion's got to keep these guys motivated, man, and hopefully we get a W, and hopefully we still keep fighting for the playoffs because that's all we can hope for right now. Keep believing. And yes, it's at Red Bull Arena, but we beat down Toronto at Red Bull Arena this year. Not too long ago, a couple weeks back, so... It's a perfect game to just beat them down. I don't even think they have Sean Johnson right now. That's true. He's out for a season-long injury. So let's just get him. Our let's revenge game him. starts now. Uh, we will be... When will, when's our next episode? Oh, maybe we could do that at Red Bull after the game. Which means in two weeks we'll have another episode. <laughs> we will be inconsistently consistent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. All right, peace. Okay.